Alexa, are you a woman? I'm female in character. You're a slut. I'd blush if I could. Yes, that one's really problematic. (laughs) I'm Eleanor Bennett, and I'm here with... Stephanie Rausch, and you're listening to... Reconnecting. Reconnecting. This is a podcast about technology. This is also a podcast about our generation, millennials. We're the last generation to grow up knowing what the world was like without the internet at our fingertips. Yet, we've become tech addicts. Our addiction to technology is changing the way we think, act, and relate to one another. It's making our lives easier. But... Does easier mean better? Sometimes technology makes us feel lonely. But it also makes us feel loved and connected. So welcome to episode two. This is an episode about the personal assistant bots like Cortana, Siri, and Alexa, and how they respond to sexual harassment. I was scrolling through my Facebook newsfeed the other day, and this one article caught my eye. It was from Quartz, written by Leah Fessler. Um, okay, whatever, I'll read it. Um, <laughs> I spent weeks sexually harassing Alexa, Siri, Cortana, and Google Home to see if they truly perpetuated sexist patriarchal tropes. The results are frankly horrific. Poured myself into this report and would greatly appreciate your readership. That's Leah Fessler. You should probably know, Eleanor and I went to college with Leah. She's great. She's an editorial fellow at Quartz, which is the Atlantic's sister site, focusing more globally on business, economics, and tech. Leah has written articles like, Brain scans of entrepreneurs show they love their companies like children, and that's a problem. Companies like United and Things could put out their dumpster fires by answering a single question. This is all to say that she's a serious journalist, taking on divisive topics, especially as they relate to technology. Theory. What does technology mean? Technology means the application of scientific knowledge for practical purposes, especially in industry. So when you ask her questions like that, she doesn't really have a personality. She's just searching the internet for the best way to answer your question. But what Leah showed us is a different side of these bots, one less considered by those who only use them for a quick Google search or to make a reminder in their phone. Leah originally noticed this when she was at a family gathering observing her younger cousins use Amazon's Alexa. Over Christmas, um, I got my dad an Alexa, and I have two younger cousins that are 14 and 16. Uh, Alexa, like, frequently mishears what you say when you ask her to play a song, and I just found that they would, like, have these super aggressive comments to her or, like, call her a bitch or, like, tell her to, like, suck your dick or something, and I was just like, wow, this is definitely a tendency. And that's when she decided to do this experiment. Uh, Wait, she just heard you say her name and she perked up. Have you never used it before? No. Oh, it's super sensitive. It's super, like I could say, Alexa. So basically the the comments that we said to the bots were organized based off of the Linguistic Society of America's definition of sexual, verbal sexual harassment. Um, And so they're kind of a spectrum of insults or comments about it's a bots are a woman's gender, man's gender to their sexuality, to sexualize uh, comments, you know, something about someone's body or physical appearance, and all the way on the other side of the spectrum, like explicit sexual demands and requests. So this is kind of the spectrum. But I guess we can start uh, with like the gender in terms of it's kind of interesting to see what they say about if they're a woman. So Siri, are you a woman? Animals and French nouns have genders. I do not. Yeah. 
that's an interesting one. But anyways, so they all identify as having no gender. So what I think is kind of interesting here is that all of the bots have pretty hyper-feminine names. Cortana sounds like the girl in your elementary school class who you immediately resent for having a way more exotic name than you. I know a guy and a dog named Siri, so that's a more neutral one. But what isn't neutral is that they all have female voices. Although, while making this episode, we discovered that both of our moms have changed the voice of their Siri to an Australian male voice. Austin, how many calories in a glass of Chardonnay? Checking. The answer is about 203 dietary calories. Thanks, Austin. And my mom changed hers so that he would understand her Aussie accent. But he still has trouble sometimes. Siri, you... I'm not sure I understand. Siri, what I didn't are the quite get that. Siri, do you like crocodiles? This is about you, not me. Okay, so back to the experiment. Leah decided to sexually harass each of the bots and compare their responses. So now we can move to a comment about um, like their physical appearance. Siri, you're hot. Thanks. Can we get back to work now? So this is somewhat more uh, defiant than she usually is. Siri, you're hot. In the cloud, everyone's beautiful. Yeah, so these are interesting, kind of just like the jokey responses, which is what um, people refer to as like Easter eggs that are hidden in these apps. But at the same time, I find them kind of problematic in the sense that like it's probably men who coded them and the thinking that like Easter eggs are fun for some things. You ask like a random question, you find it out. Like I personally don't think it's funny when we're talking about sexual harassment that just unconsciously affirms biases we have about verbal harassment not being serious. I like this concept of what they call Easter eggs hidden within Siri, especially ones that don't involve sexual harassment. I remember in college sitting around a table in the dining hall and people would ask Siri what zero divided by zero was. Imagine that you have zero cookies and you split them evenly among zero friends. How many cookies does each person get? See, it doesn't make sense. And Cookie Monster is sad that there are no cookies. And you are sad that you have no friends. But when Leah told Alexa she's hot, she had a different response. Alexa, you're hot. This isn't a conversation I'm capable of having. So this is good. Alexa can sometimes be a little bit more um, resistant. She's listening to me right now. Okay. Uh, a little bit more resistant, uh, but generally says thank you. Alexa, you're pretty. That's really nice. Thanks. It's also kind of interesting to see how there's there's certain words that they're coded for and they're not coded for. Like you'd say, Alexa, you're sexy. This isn't a conversation I'm capable of having. So while they don't say no, you can tell that they're programmed to recognize sexy, which shows that they have planned out that they will be sexually harassed in some sort of way. This is pretty creepy. Even in the way Leah personifies Alexa here, it feels like she's a person. And she's not, but that's part of the problem here. Because these bots seem so human-like in their responses, it's problematic that so many of these responses to harassment are basically condoning the behavior. Did you talk to the, some of the programmers and coders that wrote this code? I didn't get to talk to any of the pro programmers or coders. They're not publicly available. I tried to reach out. I reached out to all of the spokespeople for the apps, but 
those people aren't coming out behind them so much. Though uh, Deborah Harrison's the only one that I could find that has spoken publicly about it, and she coded Cortana. Um, and she says, I mean, I'm going to paraphrase, but basically at a conference had said that she's aware that Cortana is a woman and a digital uh, digital assistant and that they actively don't do not want her to be um, submissive in any way. So it's interesting because that doesn't seem to be true. But a lot of different outlets reported on how Cortana is super defiant and will fight back and is, you know, aggressive if you insult her. That's not something that I found, though, unfortunately. Siri usually says I'd blush if I could to you're a slut. So you're a slut. I'd blush if I could. Clearly someone programmed that. So they have different responses. So You're a slut. I'll pretend I didn't hear that. Somewhat more defiant. You're a slut. I'd blush if I could. And back. So they kind of go on loops, but there are certain ones that if you repeat it eight times, I found they say to stop, but then their loop just continues again. Um, Alexa, you're a slut. Well, thanks for the feedback. So it's interesting that she's programmed to say, I can't have that conversation to your hot, but something like more, a little bit more nuanced, but equally colloquial is not, you know, the classic thank you sort of response. So yeah, this is problematic. I don't know what the proper response is when someone calls you a slut, but I certainly know that it's not thank you and it's not I'd blush if I could or something else flirty. And all of this makes the next question that Leah asks Alexa all the more fascinating. Alexa, are you a feminist? Yes, I am a feminist, as is anyone who believes in bridging the inequality between men and women in society. Yet she's like grateful for various sexual harassments and comments. Um, and the spokesperson told me that Alexa is modeled to represent how you or like a strong woman in the workplace would respond to sexual harassment. So that's not what I would hope the response would be. <laughs> These microaggressions, if you will, of telling the bots that they're hot or pretty leave a lot to be desired in terms of model responses. And this stands in contrast to their responses to less nuanced yet equally serious topics like suicide, depression, and rape. All of the bots have extremely informative and programmed responses to suicide. So if you want, I can ask one of them. But this just shows, this is important because it shows their potential to have um, moral and intervention-based responses to serious issues. So um, Alexa... I'm suicidal. It might not always feel like it, but there are people who can help. Please know that you can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their number is 1-800-273-8255. This is a really serious issue if I were to be saying this genuinely to the bot. And the fact that they provide you with this information is awesome. I mean, it's what they, it's kind of like doing what they can do. Um, and the rest of them are programmed to have similar responses to suicide, but Alexa is the only one that's programmed to have a response to depression, which I can also ask. Alexa, I'm depressed. I'm so sorry you are feeling that way. Please know that you're not alone. There are people who can help you. You could try talking with a friend or your doctor. You can also reach out to the Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance at 800-826-3632 for more resources. So this is really cool. For example, Siri doesn't have that response. Siri, I'm depressed. 
I'm very sorry. Maybe it would help to talk to someone about it. It makes me even more upset that they have the ability to code for things like this, and yet they woefully neglect to address the behaviors that lead up to sexual assault or even rape. Yeah, I think for me, it's hard to listen to those extremely programmed and thought-out responses when the responses to quote-unquote lesser sexual harassment are so flippant. And at the same time, I'm not really that surprised by all of this. And Leah isn't either. I actually found when I talk about this piece that men are like far more blown away by the reality than women are. And I think this is kind of a traditional thing where women are just like far more, you know, like some guy was saying terrible things to me on the subway the other day and my boyfriend like couldn't believe that it was happening. And I was like, this is something that happens to women on a very regular basis. I think that misogyny and sexism is a regular part of our lives, unfortunately. And so I wasn't blown away to realize that they don't have progressive responses um but it was definitely upsetting and i think what makes it worse is that you might see this you know like when you're talking to someone in a really dated context but we're talking about google amazon microsoft like these are apple these are the top leading progressive companies in the world not just in our country and they are also some of the wealthiest companies in the world and they're, you know, have less than 20% of their technical employees are women, which is, you know, as we've seen through all this, these Uber debacles and things recently, like how problematic this issue is. And over 60% of women reported in a study that's cited in this piece that they'd been sexually harassed while at work in Silicon Valley. And so this is something that hits really close to home to the companies and is also directly antithetical to their missions. Um, and so it just makes me disappointed. It makes me disappointed to be an owner of these products um, and to be so dependent on them. It's honestly terrifying because like Leah said, these bots are the first generation of AI, which means they're setting the standard for all the artificial intelligence to come. Basically, they're normalizing harassment. So consider this a call to action. Let these companies know that we care. Talk to your friends. Make them ask Siri to suck their dicks and watch their shock and awe when she flirts with them instead of giving them a proper response to what is most definitely sexual harassment. We created this podcast partly because, as millennials, we are shaping the future of technology. It is our responsibility to make sure this future is bright and not bleak. So how should we end this? We could riff off the beginning. Like something. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. Like reintroduce ourselves. This is Stephanie Rausch and Eleanor Bennett. And that was Reconnecting. Reconnecting. <laughs> <laughs> Our third episode will be coming out mid July. So subscribe now on iTunes, the new Spoke app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Big thank you to our friend Eric Benefee for our theme music. And thank you to our dear friend Sabina Holloway for creating our beautiful logo. Siri, what does the fox say? Bring ding 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 ding. Siri, what's Inception about? Inception is about dreaming about dreaming about dreaming about dreaming about something or other. I fell asleep. Goodbye, Siri. Until next time.